0: A House of Its Broadcasting.
1: Uh, why are you doing it weird today?
0: It relates to some of the news articles we have today. In what way? It's spooky. A House of Its Broadcasting. Spooky. And on that note,
1: I'm your ashamed host, Silas DeSivis.
0: And I'm your spooky host, Aloofy Haskell Decivis. Oh, wait, I should say was. I was your host, Aloofy Haskell Decivis.
1: Are you going to be a ghost in the booth all the day?
0: No. You sure? I mean, you're killing me with your looks right now, but it's fine.
1: Uh, I'm just trying to do what I can here to. Get us back on topic immediately. How how are we off topic, and we've just started?
0: Yeah, He I mean, is a joy kill. That's why I'm a ghost.
1: Today is the twentieth of here and this is a chronicle of echoes.
0: Boo! Edition.
1: We originally were going to have a professor on to discuss varek and. All of the words of wisdom put forth by Varak. But unfortunately, at the last moment, he was unavailable. So we are going to have on today a gentleman to talk about the spookiest thing we all know. The
0: demon wastes. Spooky demon Ways. Rakshasa's bone devils. Gashkala.
1: I have been... All over, Corvair. And I have never been to the Waste. It is is—it is one place that has frightened me since I was a child. And...
0: You were a child once?
1: Yes, it was a very long time ago.
0: Oh, before Galifar united the kingdom.
1: I'm old enough to remember when there wasn't war, but not old enough to remember that. What do you say we head into that intro music?
0: Hit the intro.
1: start with uh, news why don't we start with your recent death in the obituary section
0: <laughs> it's a really good one silas it's weird that that's you know the only part of the broadsheet you look at but then again guy needs to get a date somehow
1: how about we read actual news now okay uh today we have interesting news from the shadow Marshes. Of a strange Sawagan-like creature attempting to kidnap and maim a visiting woman from Sharn.
0: Oh goodness, what happened?
1: Well, it, it appears that a group of adventurers came to her aid before she could be taken into a section of the Crawling Swamp, referred to as the Black Bayou.
0: Oh my goodness. She's, she's safe and sound, though. She is indeed. The
1: creature did retreat into the water, so there is a search party looking for it at this moment, attempting to ascertain exactly where the creature is, somewhere in that black bayou.
0: Now, you said that it was a Sawagan-like creature? So, Sawagan, they're normally, you know, like saltwater critters, right?
1: Yes, well, perhaps this is an aberrant one, uh, that it could happen. But they said it was clearly not a Sawagan, but Sawagan-like.
0: That makes me not ever want to go there. Thanks. I'm going to stay away from large pools of water for a while.
1: Well, I wouldn't recommend that in general. I'm not a fan of water I can't touch bottom on.
0: Horrible news from the Smoky Towers district in Middle Memphis, as there have been several hangings at one of the Fjarlan theaters there. Uh, It seems that after the debut of the new prima donna, Miss Daye had disappeared. Her, Her very first performance, and she is, poof, gone into thin air. A few of the crew and cast were found hanging from the rigging in the theater. If you happen to know where Miss Daye's whereabouts are, please contact the guard as soon as possible. Many people are worried about her safety, Some are suspecting that she is the one who did the deed. Many superstitious uh, cast and crew members do believe that the hangings were done by someone called the Spectre, or the Spectre of the theater, they, they, they call him. A Silver Flame exorcist was brought out to the theater to inspect it for any supernatural threats and determined that there were... No supernatural threats in the theater.
1: No, of, of course there's not a supernatural threat. The Spectre is a thing that has been going on for ages. Every theater says they have the Spectre there, haunting them, making chaos for them. It's probably just another deranged actor. So uh, this next piece of news is an interesting one coming from Drome. From all reports that I'm getting, gentlemen working there... <clears throat> Uh, From the article that was submitted, a gentleman working in a sepulchre there late one night was going about his business interring a minotaur corpse that was on his slab when he beheld a most eerie sight. The monster on the slab began to rise, very much to, to his surprise, and it proceeded out into the night to the local graveyard where he found Mordain taking pieces from different creatures there and beginning to weave them together using magic just making different monster amalgamations so then these undead monster abominations began to destroy the graveyard itself and it was an absolutely chaotic sight
0: so it it was a mash
1: i guess it it was it was it was uh, like a a monster monster mash. mash yeah absolutely
0: a monster mash and a graveyard smash
1: well, I mean, if you have to be reductive, yeah, I, I could see that. There was a lot of that involved from, from what I'm gathering here. And it appears that it happened very quickly uh, in a flash.
0: In a flash? It caught on in a flash? The monster mash?
1: Yes, the monster mash. The gentleman in the article says to be wary that this isn't something that only affects the dead. It also can affect the living. And that you should be wary that he will mash you as well. They can mash you too.
0: So you mean I can be mashed? You can I be can mashed. Be monster mashed. Monster
1: mashed, and then graveyard smashed.
0: Just like a flash. Oh, Just monster mashed.
1: Oh oh, oh oh oh! I can't believe this is happening in this day and age.
0: I am. I'm terrified. So let's uh let's move on to some Luffy's asks. Go ahead and ask me and Luffy's ask because it's the alufi's Alo- ask Luffy's Luffy's advice corner.
1: That was a weirdly worded mouthful. Are, are you yeah, all right? I'm,
0: yeah, I'm fine. Just all the spooky, you know, was good to me.
1: It was good. Oh, well, ho- yeah. hopefully these specifically chosen questions will uh, not get you too spooked. Dear ask a Luffy. Oh, they, they went they, went, they oh, went for it on this yeah. one. Oh, good. ask a So I'm a little worried. Ever since hearing your Long Shadows episodes, I have been afraid that I am changing. I live and work down in the cogs. Well, last soul, I fell through a floor in a warehouse, and I am unable to afford a healing. Well, now my hand is all twisted backwards. I tried to cheer myself up by going to the Ganrat restaurant and ordering my favorite from the goblin there, but I choked on the rat cake. And then yesterday, I woke up, and my cloak was covered in cat hair. Am I becoming a Rakshasa? Sincerely, Frady Cat.
0: The only way you are a Rakshasa is if you were born in the bowels and womb of Khyber. Which I don't think that you were if you're working in the cogs. Let's be honest. It sounds like you were working in the cogs and you fell through the floor of your warehouse. Let me offer you some advice here. Get Jurasco Healing and ask for a bill. Now normally you're given a full 28 days to pay that bill. During that 28 days, once you have healed, go to the house of this enclave and ask for Hear Me. She is a wonderful lawyer who will sue your work company and all of your Durasco healing debts will be paid and you will still have a job. Workplace accidents like this happen all the time in Sharn. A lot of people don't realize that you have rights as a citizen of Sharn to compensation for getting hurt on the job. As for choking on the rat cake, it happens. Sometimes there's bones in those rat cakes and they just don't get picked out properly. Regardless, go to the house of this enclave. Her name is Donna T. Hear Me and she's wonderful. She's she's a really good lawyer.
1: I am honestly surprised that, uh, that was cohesive and actually fairly good advice. I thought it was going to go completely differently. Dear Luffy, I'm looking for a new sweet treat to help satisfy my sweet tooth. I normally look forward to the candied corn during the harvest season, but with it being the new year, unfortunately, there's no more. What treat would you recommend in the meantime?
0: Ah, uh, so... I'm going to break your brain here, uh, listener. I really like watermelon hard candies or taffy. They're nice and chewy or they're nice and hard. They last a long time. They've got lots of flavor. Now, once you try a watermelon taffy, your world is going to change because you're not going to have bad tasting candies anymore.
1: Candy corn isn't a bad taste in candies. It's a storied tradition. It comes up every harvest season. It's they're lovely.
0: Oh, kind of like like sugar chicks during during the spring. People only make those and eat them because it's tradition, not because they're actually good.
1: Tell me another candy that cheeps and moves around before you eat it. The, the sugar that they're delicious.
0: What about turtles? Turtles. Yeah, they're the little chocolate guys. They're little turtles. They no, got nuts and, chocolate and is not the way to on the go. No, inside. chocolate is
1: its a mess. And they it move sticks around and they make like... Ah. The candied corn is a solid and you eat it and it's good. It's not going to leave a horrible taste in your mouth that lingers for hours.
0: No, it does linger for hours. No, it, it's, it's one and done.
1: Dear Luffy, I've recently moved to the Cogs and I have started going to a new tavern called the Nameless Tavern. I was there the other day with a fellow co-worker... And that co-worker disappeared. I'm fairly certain that the tavern is a mimic, and it ate him. Should I keep going to that tavern?
0: So here's the thing. Was it good? Because if it was, like, really good, I mean, roll the dice, man. Live your best life. If it wasn't good, don't. Now, me personally, if I knew that a tavern I was going to was a mimic, I probably wouldn't go back there again at all.
1: I'm going to say, as someone who has been to the Nameless Tavern, uh, it is definitely a mimic. That's why the floors are so sticky. It is not spilled alcohol. It's actually the ooze itself.
0: I think it's time for us to talk about our spooky ways you can contact us in a spooky manner.
1: I'm glad to see you right back in it. Go ahead and explain to them how they can get in contact.
0: If you look towards the echoer device where my voice is reaching out from the ether to you, you will notice our subscribe sitting spookily nearby. Talk to him and he'll help you follow along with all the echoes and you'll get notifications whenever a new echo is going to be broadcasted
1: directly next to him. You'll also see a pad where you can send us comments or little drawings, pictures. People have added more options to the recipes, uh, including peaches and eggplants. I'm not sure what dish you're trying to make, but
0: Sending us pictures of eggplants and pictures of peaches, and I don't quite understand what any of it means. If
1: you're sending us a recipe, we need the instructions, because two ingredients is not—it's not helping.
0: I don't feel like eggplants and peaches really go together. I
1: would not expect that to make anything good. Yeah.
0: You can also reach out to us on our no-mail. That's how sick. This broadcasting station at gmail. G
1: for no. dot com. What do we call it? An information panel? Panel there? The message kiosk? Page.
0: We also have our house civis information panels at all of the spoons.
1: course, we do have our House condorac affiliated program that is Patreon. We do have two new patrons we'd like to thank for their support: Uh, Kanga and Azora. Very interesting names.
0: Azora is a pretty name.
1: It is. It is a nice name. Kanga.
0: Kanga. 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 That's a
1: dance. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been saying it wrong the whole time.
2: Kanga.
0: For any other information, there is a spoon description pad with a bunch of information about our echo Like to thank our special guest professor windthorpe
2: w- windthorpe you
0: your you're, 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 Wind? you're
2: Wind? the d win winthorpe
0: windthorpe. Uh, we, we
2: want to thank you for
1: coming on and windthorpe. taking the time to talk to us we were dismayed to hear that professor tannin couldn't come in today and we're delighted to have you here that's going to be a fun time so we're talking today about the demon ways, is that correct
2: Oh yes, uh, the waste. I am provisional. There seems to be quite a bit of misinformation when it comes to the waste. Everyone views it under the lens of superstition. We must combat that nonsense. While the waste is fairly inhospitable to most, it is still a place to be explored and
0: learned. So I understand the exploring and learning part, but... It's called the Demon Wastes for a reason,
1: and I've never heard anything good about it. I can't imagine heading in and,
2: just yeah,
0: yeah. Like I thought that the Goshkala—the only reason why you know they they really are are as strong as they are there is is because I mean they've got the power of the Silver Flame on their side, and then of course you know they they've <laughs> been living there for <laughs> so long <laughs> and they're just oh
2: superstition, I assure you. What you're dealing with is a group of warriors who claim that they are, in fact, the ones keeping us all safe. But there hasn't been many demon incursions from the wastes, and even the ones that have happened have all been relatively small. I think it's good now to spend some time looking into the waste and pushing through, exploring, unearthing all the things that are hidden there.
0: I mean, again, I agree with the exploration and and hidden secrets, uh, but suggesting these tribes that have, we have proof of of fighting back evil constantly, I, I mean, I think it's a bit harsh to say that it's just superstition.
1: And as you've said, the environment is very, yeah, they have to be there for a reason. They wouldn't just stay there.
2: Let me put it to you this way. Was the mourning caused by the waste? The cataclysm in Zenderic caused by the waste? No, neither of those was directly influenced by the waste. Instead, the giants were destroyed by dragons, and it seems that Sire was destroyed by man. So we have two instances of cataclysmic events caused elsewhere, where we venture in to look at those cataclysmic events and determine if we can stop them from happening again. And yet the waste we ignore. If demons truly are coming from there, the only way to rectify the situation is to go there. We can't ignore it. Adventurers should be willing to take up the cause. I've been to the waste. I've been there longer than most. I've seen carrion tribes. I think that seems to be a misunderstanding when it comes to the Waste and its heroes. Do you know the Goshkala do not allow people to leave the Waste? They will keep them, and if need be, kill them. Those that wander, those that get turned around because they say the taint is far too much.
0: It's a bit brutal, I I don't disagree, but maybe the Goshkala have perfectly good reasons for that. That,
2: Who would we ask? The Goshkala? The ones killing and maiming?
0: What about the Silver Flame? The the, the Church of the Silver Flame? They allowed Tiramirin to pass, and as long as they are perfectly sure that someone is not tainted by some form of They allowed
2: a very impressive, very strong paladin that they allowed her to pass through they said
0: i mean she had a coattle. yes that makes sense why
2: would they stop a woman with a coattle? could you imagine them saying no no you can't go through what would happen to them
0: i mean i i guess i just think that you're being a little bit harsh on them when they have, we have proof of, of... We have entire
2: guilds devoted to rummaging around Zendric, where we know giants were killed off cataclysmically and that the magic there is distorted. and When we allow people to venture in there continuously. We have the Morn now where people head in to a place where they know that magic is unleashed, raw, untamed. What I'm suggesting is simply approaching the demon waste from the same attention, that same rapt want for learning as opposed to what we've been told over the years.
0: Let me posit this, though. The guilds going into Zendric, the people venturing into the mornland, the, the members of the Moorholds which are going deep into Soludar, aren't those people looking for lost civilization whereas there is no lost civilization in the demon wastes there 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 is nothing there that any adventurer or anyone has seen other than the Kala. N- no offense but I-, I think that you're being a little harsh on on those who have been lost there saying oh it's fine yeah just go there it's all right let's let's all go to the you, demon you
2: mentioned where people delve deep into the earth, and they were the ones who unleashed the Horus from Khyber upon their own cities, because of their greed and vanity. You mentioned Zendric. where people venture out to find power and items of civilizations we know are lost. Incursions into land that belongs not to them, but to the people already on Zendric, trying to Pick and take from them, and the Mornlands you mention again, where people venture in to reclaim cataclysmic weapons from a war they want to restart. I want to learn of the Demon Wastes and have adventurers head to the Demon Wastes in hopes that they will find a way to prevent future incursions.
0: I think that there's a difference between trying to reclaim civilization and having people go into the womb of Kyber itself. Excuse my language.
2: We need to learn. If I was to say to you that there is no life left in the Morn, that it has all been destroyed and is now a glowing chasm, you would venture in. But if I told you the souls of countless men are trapped within the Keeper's grasp, and, and can be returned, and those souls can be set free by those willing to adventure and go. There's a difference there. There, there. there are things in the Waste beyond that, and we have ignored it for so long by saying that there are these demons and Kyber and all of these things when we have worse in other places.
0: I guess agree to disagree, then.
2: Do you not feel the more taps directly into the Kyber itself when they delve down?
0: They did, but... Again, they're trying to reclaim the lost civilization of their past,
2: a, a place that they the didn't
0: realize was, was, was covered by dolgots and, and, and evil, evil things. They didn't realize that, these, that that their original home was destroyed and they're trying to reclaim that.
2: And we have no information on what was in the wastes before. What if it was the cradle of civilization? What if we began there? What if the marks came from there? What if there are pieces we cannot get because the civilizations have been overtaken by demons for eons and we have allowed it to continue to stay that way instead of having the courage to venture and find?
0: I guess it just feels a little bit like... What's happening in Kubara right now, where people are encroaching on places where they probably shouldn't and claiming it's for the good of civilization?
2: Uh, 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 Silas, you're, you're awfully quiet at this moment. Do not have an opinion on this, something to weigh in on. You were an adventurer, in fact. I'm sure you've done your fair share of pillaging and looting. I would uh, prefer to not
1: venture in on this at all if it involves. Pissing off the Keeper and Demons, I'd prefer to
2: just uh, keep keep my thoughts to myself. You see another superstitious man, afraid.
0: I'd rather be superstitious and alive than naive and dead.
2: I, I've been to the ways. I have returned countless times.
0: So, so you ventured in with the goshkala? No. Oh, how did you get back then? You just said that they don't let anyone back.
2: I don't deal with the Gashkala. There are other tribes. Tribes that may seem corrupted and vilified to us, but they have very unique cultures their own. In fact, I have brought gifts. Give me a moment.
0: Oh, uh, Meeps has, uh, some tea for you. There you go.
2: Oh, give me a moment. Yep. If I could, uh, trouble you, Meeps, I've got a different blend of tea. (laughs) I'm trying to Switch to a lighter tea, as yes. darker tea keeps me up during the day. Would you go to Silas's office and get the tea that I've left there? And uh, please, uh, two, two sugar, light milk, please. Thank you, my boy. Light milk? Yes. Ah, but the, the gifts. Let, let, let me get back to the gifts, of course. Ah, here we are. Luffy, you, you will be delighted by this sketchbook I was able to collect from a survivor of the waste. The gentleman was remanded to a sanitarium in Undair, and I heard about its fantastic landscape work and traveled out to see him. I find each of his portraits to be haunting and unnerving. It's as close to accurate as I have ever seen. The Lake of Fire. The Iron Horn Mountain the labyrinth. (laughs) I am personally enamored by them. Please, please take a look. Look. The runes in the back are particularly interesting. Take, take your time while I share this with Silas. I, I have brought you a small gift that I thought you might enjoy adding to your unique collection, Silas. It was recovered on a previous expedition to the demon waste. I remember finding the desiccated corpses misshapen and brutally savage. Identifying anything about them was rather difficult. They had had the skin flayed from them. After extensive research and a bit of luck, we we did find our answer with a nearby tribe. We'd been doing outreach with them in order to learn more about the waste culture and officially document it. There was a boy, about eight or nine, and Human years playing, playing a set of hand drums. While listening to him play one afternoon, I noticed an unusual symbol on them. I thought about it, again and again staring at the symbol, until it struck me like a bolt of lightning. The symbol was the mark of scribing. They had flayed the symbol from their bodies. And made these instruments. I traded with them in order to procure this dagger. Notice the small size. The handle clearly made from magically treated arm bones. The leather around the handle with fragments of what appears to be a greater mark of scribing. And if you look, at the pommel, you will notice a word written there. Read it in your mind, Silas. Focus on that word. Trace the edges of the letters slowly, taking in each. Uh, give me just a moment. Just... Silas, um, that's not
0: very professional.
2: It has. My voice can be a little hypnotic at times. Please, continue reading your book. Um,
0: Hey, wait.
2: Read the runes,
0: yes. I know this symbol. It's the symbol of sleep. I saw one in school. Why would you put one of the... And you asked for milk with your tea.
2: Yes, I do, Luffy.
0: But you couldn't eat the cake because it had milk in it. No,
2: no, no, no. The reason I couldn't eat the cake
0: is because... You!
2: Your friend blessed her cake.
0: Why would you put this uh, this rune of, of sleep in here, huh? Well,
2: this is very unfortunate. I underestimated your willpower.
0: G-get away from me!
2: There's no need to fear, Luffy. You're perfectly safe.
0: Shualu. Um, Silas, he's a Rakshasa!
2: What?
0: He's a Rakshasa!
2: I, I
1: don't he
0: understand. Cast, he cast. He hit the Silas,
2: Luffy. everything's alright. We're friends, aren't we?
0: We're not friends. We're friends, Silas.
1: He's our friend, Luffy. You're being very unprofessional.
0: I'm professional? I am not being unprofessional. Okay, fine, I'll do it. Tofflegrin Hood.
3: How dare you, insolent whelp. I have had enough.
0: Enough, huh? You've had enough?
3: Fine, I'll play you a little game. Silas, listen. I would temper your response from this point forward. I have your friend Silas now. Silas, be a dear. Drive that dagger through your hand to the desk. There we are. Now, I have your attention. What an unfortunate mess we find ourselves in. I should have been more cautious. But a temptation got the better of me. Silas, I'm going to deliver my message. If Luffy makes a move to cast a spell, slit your throat. Now, if you don't mind, I need a bit of silence. And the call of the fiends will speak with the voice of the fifth mark, an echo amongst the stones of the towering city. The words will fall upon the lost children, and they will be changed. Get out of my head! Get out of my
2: head.
0: was. You could say that the cat's out of the bag now.
1: (coughs) I'm dying? You make that joke.
0: You're not dying, Silas.
1: I know I'm not dying. I was just... The joke was bad.
0: It was bad. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to lighten things up. I just... Silas, I was so scared.
1: Everything's okay now, Alufi. It's dead. Meep's got it. Everything's okay.
0: (laughs) It just felt like... It just felt like there weren't... There wasn't anything I could do. And I was so scared and it felt like there was no hope.
1: Well, that's the thing, Luffy. You have to understand is being an adventurer means sometimes getting your ass kicked and Sometimes kicking a little bit of ass, and sometimes both. But there's always hope. You just have to listen out for
3: those echoes of hope. They're always there, no matter how faint.